Welcome to Married to Murder. I'm Clint. And I'm Summer. And we're a true crime podcast. Where I tell him all of my favorite true crime stories, and he's hearing it for the first time, just like you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a tale of murder. Welcome back, y'all. Why are you laughing at me? I can't know. Could you say it so differently? It's like your phone voice. Like everybody has their work phone voice. And it pisses my boss off to no end every time. Because <laughs> no, at no other time in your life besides when we're recording, do you say, Welcome back, y'all? <laughs> yeah, it, it pisses my boss off regularly that uh, I'm generally considered the office asshole. I mean, he is the office asshole. Okay, fair enough, yeah. But then I get on the phone with the customers, and he's just like, how the fuck are you so nice to them, but you're such an ass to us? I've I said, been this, asking that for years. And this is, I just tell them, this is why you hired me. <laughs> Nobody likes you. I don't care. <laughs> haters make me famous. You have haters? I don't know. <laughs> what are you, Taylor Swift? Oh, hell no. Don't lump me in with that no talent, bitch. You're going to make us lose like 17,000 people. If we had 17,000 people listening to us. I was about to say, when do we get that many <laughs> listeners? Like, holy shit, did we blow up in the last week or so? I haven't checked the numbers. I'm bad. Oh, bad summer. Naughty summer. Go to my room. Speaking of numbers, go shares. Yes. Share. Regardless of the Taylor Swift comment. <laughs> Because I do like Travis Kelsey. Okay, good for you. Can't stand Patrick Mahomes, but I like Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I don't follow sports enough to care. Prefer Jason Kelsey, though. No, they all suck in my book. That's because you don't like sports, because you're a weird dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Our case today is adult content. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> so just be aware Adult content is fun Just has a little bit of adult content I swear I should have been born with a Parental advisory sticker on my forehead Knowing your parents I'm not surprised they didn't put it on there <laughs> We are mostly going to be in Ashburnham, Massachusetts Another Yankee case Yep They'll be killing people left and right. No, I'm joking. And our actual case date is June 23rd, 2018. But so relatively recent. Yep. Well, let's start out with finding who our victim is. Brandon Michael Chickless was born July You 20- didn't give me a chance to say something. I'm sorry. What did you want to say? I was going to make a guess. Well, you wrote his name down on the title of this thingy, so I feel like you would know his name. I did not write it down. I typed it in. Thank you very much. Same thing. As I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, Brandon Michael Chickless was born July 24th, 1997, so like right before Brett, in Lowell, Massachusetts, to Paul Chickless and Trisha Edwards Lamarche. He had two brothers. Ethan and Patrick, and one sister, Jasmine. Well, hello, Nala. How's it going? He graduated from Montachusett. That's a fun word. 
Regional Vocational Technical School in 2015. And you're going to like this part. Too much bourbon, baby? <laughs> yeah. Nice. We are not at bourbon part yet. Calm down. Oh, that one just hit a little different. Whew. Okay, continue. <laughs> well, not much for the day drinking anymore, are we, sir? <laughs> I ain't a little Miss Starbucks addiction. I do have my Starbucks coffee. Actually, actually, I, a- actually I have CC's, which is a local coffee place, because it's actually better than Starbucks. But I usually get Starbucks, because that's what's on the way to my work. But I have the white mocha from CC's. Thank you. What, no pumpkin spice? Don't like pumpkin spice. Fuck pumpkin spice. <laughs> All right, back to my story. Brandon was a Boy Scout for over 10 years. As was I. For over 10 years? Uh, Cub Scouts through first class Boy Scout. So, yeah. Okay, well, he achieved the rank of Life Scout with Troop 41 in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Did you get Life Scout? I did not. You suck. Brandon's better than you. What's the difference between what you got and Life Scout? Um, basically, I was a few steps away from Eagle Scout, which was kind of like the top rank. And then kind of once you've surpassed all that, that's when you step into the Life Scout territory. Okay. Which basically is scouting for adults. No, thank you. <laughs> He also worked for an HVAC company for the two years prior to his death. Do you know what happened to know what HVAC stands for? I know what it means. Like, what you do with it. Heating, ventilation. AC? Air conditioning. Yeah. His mother describes him as quiet, but, like, funny and outgoing. So, he also had a girlfriend for four years, and her name was Jocelyn Williams. Hey, congrats on a Boy Scout getting a uh, girlfriend. Why does one not equal the other? Look, generally speaking, most Scouts are a bit on the nerdy side. I'm sorry. Being a former Scout myself, I can confirm this. Okay, our other character in this case is Julia Enright. Character? Individual? Perpetrator? Probable. Victim? Bitch, in this case? (laughs) You just making guesses? I'm just having fun. Julia had actually gone to school with Brandon. They briefly dated, but remained, like, on-again, off-again friends afterwards. Like, the kind that you don't see, like, daily, but that you talk to, like... Once every few months or so. Okay. She worked as a phlebotomist and was taking night classes. And what is a phlebotomist? That's the person that draws your blood when you go give go to get lab work. Oh, so I hate them. Did you not know what a phlebotomist was? I'm sure I did, but... I thought you were asking for our listeners, but I thought you knew. I mean, I did, but I just... My brain is in full squirrel right now. Very much so, There's, y'all. There is a pack of squirrels running around in my brain, and they are not calm. Where's your little Play-Doh that you play with? It's, it's right here. Well, put it in your hands to help the squirrels. <laughs> he has this, like, 
putty that he plays with to keep his hands busy. Crazy Aaron's thinking bunny. Thinking it thinking putty. Now that I can't speak. You said bunny. I was like, what bunny? I was like, what are you talking about? Look, the squirrels are on crack, okay? Damn it. <laughs> Leave them alone. Don't judge. Eventually I'm gonna be like, which squirrel am I talking to? That is a damn good question. Okay. There's a bunch of them up there. Julia was a little different. Nothing wrong with being different, but... Is this a good if, different or a bad If you different? end up on... America's like, Most Wanted, Unsolved no, Mysteries. A true crime podcast and you're not the victim, different can lead, be led astray. Oh, no. So, she was very fascinated by blood, which, I mean, she was a phlebotomist, so go there. Death and murder. Sounds like the makings of a vampire to me. Hold on there. Ah, fuck. (laughs) She collected bones of decomposing animals that she found in the woods, and she collected wet specimens. Do you know what wet specimens are? I do not know exactly, but I have an idea. Would you like to guess, or you just want to be told? Yeah, just tell me. So that's when you use chemicals and you preserve animals or portions of animals. Hopefully, they're animals and not people. Um, and they're, you keep them in a jar. So, like when you watch Criminal Minds or whatever, and they have those serial killers and they've got like an eyeball or something in like a mason jar, that's oh, what's like the little sharks that they sell in jars at the uh, aquariums and whatnot. Is it. A real shark? Yeah. A real dead shark? Yeah. Like a baby shark that didn't survive for some reason or another, and they put it in this jar. I'm going to say yes, probably. And they sell it as a souvenir. I can't remember exactly what you're talking about. This is a little bit more scientific (laughs) looking than pretty, like, gift shoppy. Okay. She also had a boyfriend. His name was John Lind. And they're supposedly in an open relationship. Mm. That's not a good plan. Not a good plan. Well, Julia, besides being a phlebotomist and going to school, you know, you can never be too busy. She had a little side job. Was it OnlyFans? Um, kind of. She was Mistress Jasmine. Weirdo. Don't say that. <laughs> she was a dominatrix. Kinky. Which is fine as long as you didn't end up on a true crime show. <laughs> everything is fine as long as you don't end up on a true crime podcast. Not everything. Not everything. Well, everything Mostly. except for what we talk about here. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about our timeline. Now that you know who Brandon and Julia are. On June 22nd, 2018, Julia had texted Brandon and she asked him to come visit her. She was had, she wanting to beat his ass? No. They had slept together in the past. Was she wanting to make him lick her boots? Would you let me talk? No. <laughs> Behave, squirrel. The squirrels are against you today. <laughs> I see that. It's a struggle bus. Okay. She had a treehouse, like a, not a kid's treehouse, like a large treehouse. Like a kinky treehouse? 
I don't think it started off that way, but I do believe that's how it ended up. So it's a treehouse dungeon. Not that's that. kind of cool. <laughs> Can we have a treehouse dungeon? I asked you to build the kids a treehouse for years when they were little, and you would never build it. So no, we cannot have a treehouse dungeon. If you had built it for the kids when they were little and they grow, grew up and moved out, then you could have turned it into a dungeon. But no, you didn't do it. My making stuff skills are with plastic and metal and machinery. You have a dad who can build anything and will help you, who lives next door. Excuses, gone. We didn't exactly have appropriate triage to do that on this property. I'd like you to meet my husband, the king of excuses. And back to the story. <laughs> but kinky tree houses. I'm trying to tell you where the tree house was. Because <laughs> she lived at home with her dad, and her dad had several acres. Now, she did have like an actual kid's tree house on her property, but this tree house was off of their property, but right next to it. So, a distance from the house. So, not easily seeable by daddy from right. the house. Exactly. She and, didn't want Dad to find out her kinky fun. She had definitely brought Brandon to this treehouse before when they were in school together. Were there whips and chains in said treehouse? There were like four, not hooks, but like handles strategically placed in the treehouse on the wall. So it was definitely a treehouse dungeon. Why does that amuse you so much? Because you get addicted to certain things. Like, you got addicted to the cheese platter. And now, for the next week. you just reminded me about the cheese platter. For the next week, all I'm going to hear is Treehouse Dungeon. (laughs) I already know it. Will you serve me sexy cheese uh, platters in my Treehouse Dungeon? (laughs) God help me. (laughs) I need a vacation from the squirrels. (laughs) Okay. And they had friends over today. <laughs> so it's more than a normal. Lord, people are going to turn us off. I think they've been drinking today, too. You haven't been, but your squirrels have been. That's what I'm saying. All right. Brandon had been trying to reach out and just kind of like keep in touch with Julia in the past six months, and she had kind of blown him off. That they hadn't really seen each other in a while. Blown him or blown him off? Blown him off. Not blown him. Okay. He has a girlfriend. Then why was he going to see the dominatrix? Because they're friends. You can have a friend of the opposite sex. (laughs) Y'all, I think I might die after this episode. (laughs) Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer for me, not for you. All right. So it was kind of like she had been like ignoring him, not really wanting to see him. And then all of a sudden she's like, hey, can you come over tomorrow? And he agrees. And she had sent him a message telling him to keep it a secret and not tell anybody that he was coming over. Now, she did offer the goodies for him to come over to so whether but were the goodies worth the price of admission? We don't know if he was actually going to cheat or not. 
But were the goodies worth it is the question. No goodies are worth dying. That is a 100% true statement. Well, I mean, they say some things are worth dying, are good enough to die, are so good you die, or whatever the saying is. You know what saying I'm trying to... And I'm telling you there are no goodies worth dying for, period. The end. Okay. All right. We're now on June 23rd. 2018. At 10.20 in the morning, Julia sends her boyfriend, John, a text message saying that she will have a big surprise for him later. Is it a strung up Brandon? I don't know. Brandon leaves his home in Westminster, Massachusetts. And he had told his family that he was going to see his dad. And he really was planning to go see his dad. He just failed to mention that he was stopping off to see Julia because she had told him to keep it a secret. So his dad lived in Wyndham, New Hampshire, which is about an hour away from his house. So that's where his family thinks he's going. Like, cause he's, it's like right after Father's Day. So he had not seen his dad on Father's Day. So they were planning on going like to dinner that evening and spending some time together. Okay. So, this is, like, during the day that he's going to see her. And, of course, he never made it to New Hampshire. That evening, Julia and John go on a date out to eat sushi. Ew, sushi. Yuck. Squirrels. And she texts Brandon, why didn't you show up to meet me? You keep giving me these looks. They can't see your looks. So it wasn't her that did her in. Anyway, I'm confused. Damn squirrels. <laughs> Since he never showed up his dad and his family can't find him, they can't find his car, they report him missing on June 24th. Okay. And the police begin to search for him and his car. Okay. And on June 25th, Julia sends Brandon a text says, Hey, the cops showed up in my place looking for you. Are you okay? Now, they were able to access his phone records and Facebook messages and all that kind of stuff. So they were able to see, even though he hadn't told anybody he was going to see her, they had all these messages back and forth saying, I'm coming to meet you. So they knew he was supposed to be going to see her. Plus, your phone always is taking GPS coordinates. So, they go to her house, and she says that, you know, he never showed up. Did the GPS say that was a lie? We're not that the GPS yet. They haven't pulled those records yet. Damn squirrel's trying to jump ahead again. (laughs) God have mercy. (laughs) On June 29th, Brandon's Honda Civic... Yes, I told you what kind of car it is, so you wouldn't have to ask What me. year? Fuck what you. generation? I don't know. What trim level? You don't like Honda Civic, so shut up. No, I don't. Anyway, his car is found abandoned in a Hannaford supermarket parking lot in Ringe, New Hampshire, on Route 202. When did we talk about a Hannaford supermarket before? I don't know. Bold of you to assume to actually remember everything we've talked about. It hasn't been that long ago. It was Mary Yoder's case where Katie bought the credit cards. It was a Hannaford supermarket. So apparently that's a chain in up north. 
It's kind of like uh, Winn-Dixie and Kroger down here. Yep. Well, I think I think Kroger might be nationwide. I don't know. They got Walmart's everywhere. Walmart is the devil. <laughs> this episode is just a list of things you hate. <laughs> he hates vegetables too, y'all. In case y'all wanted to know. I hate a lot of things. You do. <laughs> Football, Taylor Swift, sushi, vegetables, Walmart. Like, how do you survive? You don't hate Taylor Swift. You just don't listen to her because you listen to, like, rock. Caffeine, nicotine, and hatred. <laughs> Cooper. All right. So they found his car, but no Brandon. And this is in New Hampshire, not in Massachusetts. But they're right by each other. I mean, all them states up there are about the size of one state down here, if we're being honest. All of them combined. Exactly. Wow. On July 10th, <coughs> a jogger was doing the jogging thing. What do we say about joggers? Don't do it. But guess what they did? They did it. What did they did? They did not become the body, but they found the body. They found Brandon's body on the side of Route 119 in Ringe, New Hampshire. His body was in trash bags, a comforter, and a tarp. Well, he was wrapped up to keep him warm and to keep him out of the weather. I don't think that was it. (laughs) On July 13th, law enforcement brings Julia in for official questioning. Because they're not believing her story because they've investigated further. She was the last person that was known to have seen him alive? That is what they believe. Or was suspected to have seen him alive? Because they've read all of her text messages, and she tells State Trooper Douglas Kraut that, once again, he never showed up to her house. And she told him that their friendship was sporadic, and that they had never slept together. That's not true. They 100% slept together while they were in high school. She beat that ass. Maybe he beat that ass. You don't know. (laughs) Just because what you do for your job doesn't mean you're doing it in your personal life. Maybe she was doing something completely different in her personal life. I don't think it'd be that bad to be a dominatrix. That sounds like an actual lot of fun to me. Oh, Lord. Get paid. Y'all pray for me. (laughs) Get paid to hit people sounds like a great job. I'm hiding all swingable instruments in this house at this point. I mean, bossing people around and they pay you? She was making good money. Oh, I'm sure. I'm like, really? I'm not hot enough to be a dominatrix, so it's okay. I'll beg to differ. (laughs) Whatever. I love you, too. She tells police, now they've been friends, and they used to date, and as far as everybody knows, they're friends. She says, quote, he wasn't very likable. Also, he's dead. Like, don't talk about somebody like that. Does she know he's dead at this point? Yes. Okay. She turned over her cell phone and gave them permission to search her property. Including the treehouse of dungeons? It's not her property. It's next to her property. Oh, so she built it on somebody else's property then. I don't know that she built it. She was just renting the facility from the neighbor? I think they just used it. Like, it was just kind of like a abandoned woods. Is what it, honey? No, somebody owns that property. Well, I'm sure somebody owns it, but, like, it seemed like there was a lot of property. Like, a lot of woods. <laughs> 
police point out to her, you said he wasn't coming or that he didn't come, but he had sent her a text message saying that he was up the road from her house waiting to meet her at a bridge because they had planned to meet at this bridge and then go to the treehouse. And he had texted her and said, I'm here. So what do you mean he didn't show up? Row. Holes. Bullshit is being called. And they told her that they had found Brandon's body. And she says she wants to help police because he was, quote, a decent friend. A decent friend? That's what she said. Okay. After denying he ever showed up, she's going to change <laughs> her story. Don't, don't they always? Always. You're going to lie. Just stick with your lie and just keep going with your lie. Just lie. Don't lie, change your story, and then half-ass lie again, because then you just look like an idiot. But You do that already to begin with. She says, I'm glad you got me to be honest to the police. And she says that Brandon actually did show up, but he left the treehouse alive to go buy cocaine and drinks. And he never came back. And she says they did make out in his car, but nothing else happened. So he left to go get alcohol and drugs and never showed back up. What's that I smell? Yeah, do y'all smell it too? It smells like bullshit to me. They 100% did not believe her. And they arrested her for his murder. Do we find more evidence to support this? The trial started in November of 2021. And her defense attorney was Lewis Badwell. Badway, <sighs> sorry. The defense came at them with a bombshell. Because we have story number three. Of course we do. She now admits, yes, he was there. And yes, she killed him. But she killed him in self-defense. Because he sexually assaulted her. I call bullshit. This is story number three. She never told the police anything. First, she started with, no, he's not there. Then he was there, but he left. Now it's, he was there. I killed him, but he sexually assaulted me first. Again, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling it bullshit. She said that she originally planned to sleep <laughs> with him, but while they were like making out or whatever, her boyfriend who she already knew she had, text her, and all of a sudden she's got, like, this kind of conscience, and she's like, oh, no, never mind, I can't sleep with you. And that he got mad and tried to sexually assault her. Bullshit. And she grabbed a knife and proceeds to stab him and then runs away from the treehouse, not knowing if he's alive or dead. She just runs away. And then she comes back 40 minutes later, and she finds him dead. Bullshit. Because if that had actually happened, he would immediately be calling the popo saying, hey, homeboy here raped me and sexually assaulted me. I stabbed him in self-defense. I do not know if he's dead or alive, but this is where he was last located. Well, that would make sense. Behave, squirrels. Your bullshit sounds like the little kid that's in the in the car seat <laughs> that goes, bullshit. He's so cute. 
the squirrels are on their worst behavior today. I'm sorry. I see that. <laughs> Get them together. All right. So when she goes back and finds him dead, she calls her boyfriend to help her cover up the incident, she says. And that he helped get rid of the car and the body. That part's true. Why are you making a face? Because she had a surprise for the boyfriend prior to this. I'm believing that one or both of them may have had a fantasy to kill somebody. She definitely did. And they just made it happen. Prosecution, led by Jeff Travers, had a very different theory of how things went. She be- they believe that she lured him there, Plausible. told him not to tell you know anybody where she was going. Obviously, she completely forgot about the fact that police can read text messages. That whole thing just leapt out of her brain. They believe that she laid down a blue tarp on the floor. Of the treehouse, which is where the tarp came in, and that she put a comforter on top of the tarp to hide the tarp. And that's why there was a comforter and a tarp, both, when he was his body was found. In an attempt to keep any bloodstains from happening in the treehouse. Correct. So, when Brandon arrived, he was stabbed, they estimate, about a dozen times. Only a dozen? That's the estimate. He was badly decomposed. He'd been left outside for a couple of weeks. Okay. From previous episodes, them's rookie numbers. He's still dead. I'm aware. All it takes is one well-placed. I agree. I think that 12 would be a lot for a person like you who's scared of needles. If I came over there, you mean stab you 12 times with a needle? Much less a knife? Try and see what happens. <laughs> see? So then she calls John. They wrap up Brandon's body and the tarp and everything, and they dump it on the side of the road. More evidence to come later. The jurors were brought to Julia's home at 171 Packard Hill Road in Ashburnham. Wait, the jurors got to go on a field trip? The jurors went on a field trip. That's kind of cool. They got to see the treehouse. Ooh, fun. And they got to see where Brandon's body was found. Julia's friend Sarah testified that Julia told her that she was branded on June 23rd and never told her Jack Diddley about any type of sexual assault. So it wasn't like, oh, you didn't just tell the police. Like, you didn't even tell your friend. You mentioned nothing. Hmm. There's no physical evidence. You didn't tell anybody until you got to story number three and your defense attorney said it. <laughs> they bring out her journal at trial. Of this course is they a do. fun little, like, wacky brain. Wackier than mine? Yes. Mine's pretty wacky. A journal entry that was read in court said that Julia enjoyed her relationship with Brandon because she could treat him rudely or nicely and he would still talk to her. She documented that she enjoyed manipulating him, and she wrote that she had, quote, a special kind of hatred for Brandon. Like, she basically documents, like, 
she enjoys manipulating him and she enjoys this like push pull of like, hey, you want to come hang out? And then she'd be like, oh, no, never mind. Type thing back and forth for years. What a bitch. Yep. Another journal entry said, quote, I have an insatiable curiosity to kill a person. Did y'all do that? Sure already did. Cell phone data shows Brandon's phone pinged for the last time at Julia's the house. house. Julia's house, basically. They marry you. It also showed that Julia's boyfriend, John Lynn's cell phone, made several trips from her home to the area in New Hampshire where Brandon's remains and car were found. So, doot doot, back and forth, doot doot, he made like three trips. Why the hell did it take three trips? I don't know. I think he was checking on stuff like he's an idiot. These people are stupid. I mean, that's one trip. Well, they had to bring the car to you. Okay, you do that. I agree. Body in car. Body to dump site. Car to dump site. And then take your car back? Second person is driving second vehicle. You get into second vehicle. You leave. One trip. I understand that. You understand that. (laughs) These are not rocket scientists. Okay? They're just not. Who brings their phone with them when they're going to dump a body? Right. And it's not that she didn't necessarily have her phone. Like, she had a different carrier, and the phone records weren't that great. So that's the only reason, you know, she most likely was with them, but they couldn't verify it because of just her phone, her cell phone carrier. Reddish-brown stains were found in the treehouse that tested positive for blood. So (laughs) your TARP plan didn't work. How do we know that was his blood, though? Was it tested? Yes. 30 separate locations inside the treehouse had blood. Cast off. They also found blood in Julia's Toyota Prius. I knew you would like that. Uh, While the Prius is not a horrible car in general, I don't hate on the Prius per se. I hate on the typical Prius driver because they come off as holier than thou because they drive a hybrid. Same thing from another thing Clint hates. A good portion of <laughs> Tesla so drivers. We're going to change the name of the episode from the murder of Brandon Jiglis to a list of Clint thing Clint hates. List of things Clint hates. <laughs> okay, so the medical examiner Jenny Duvall testified, and she reported that she had found, you know, Brandon was mostly skeletonized from decomposition. So he actually was still clothed. Now, this is where they're getting the count is the slits in his T-shirt because it was mostly his torso area where he was stabbed. So, I mean, they that is where a, the vast majority of the vital organs are at. So that's right. where you'd want to concentrate on. Right. So they're able to see the slits and they were able to see numerous cor- yeah, hello, numerous cut marks on his ribs. Okay. They brought in the fact that she was a dominatrix. They tried to keep that out. Really doesn't have anything to do with anything, but they did bring it in. And so this poor little Massachusetts state trooper had to read the services that Julia offered as her dominatrix because she had a list of services and prices. And so she had hitting and slapping, water play, fantasy, and fetish play. And she was making like four or $500. Uh, a session? Yeah. Which isn't, hello. Okay, I'm not, 
I pity the fools that actually go out and pay for that type of shit. Yeah, somebody will do it for free. Exactly. But also the people providing that and charging that for that are kind of shitty too. I mean, some people, they always say that like people who are like CEOs that are like controlling in their life that have to boss lots of people around want to be de-stressed. So I don't know. Maybe they need that service. But either way, but people are in some weird shit. I, I'll give them that much, and I don't claim to understand it all or even know what all of it is. But come on, people. As long as they're consenting and it doesn't lead to murder, I'm okay. I don't disagree with you. I mean, there's some weird shit out there, though. (laughs) Some people think you're weird. Some people think I'm weird. I am weird. I'll admit that I'm weird. I'm weird in my own little way. (laughs) Okay, so November 29, 2021, the jury finds Julia... Guilty as fuck. My first degree or second degree? Fifteenth degree. There's no such thing. <laughs> I don't know. They found her guilty of second-degree murder. And they found her not guilty of first-degree murder because the jury did not believe the state had proven that the murder was planned. Even though she said she had told John that she was going to have a surprise for him. She said she was talking about something else. Okay, you can say you're talking about something else. We know the fucking truth, bitch. She was sentenced to life with the possibility of parole in 25 years. No parole. Parole bad. Now, in December of 2021, John Lynn was arrested and indicted for accessory after the fact, conveying a human body, misleading a grand jury, and perjury. I tried really, really hard because that... He's basically went to court. Last they have is February of 2022. And there's no, I don't know if this is still pending. It doesn't look like he's pled guilty. It doesn't look like he's going to trial. So I guess it's just in court land waiting to see what happens. I can't imagine that considering he, it's basically been said in open court that he did do this. And she said he did it. Okay. So I feel like his best bet is to plead guilty, but I could not find where he pled guilty or was sentenced to anything. Now, some side notes of some other interesting things our girl did. Which, for the record, she was not that attractive. At least not she's, in my opinion. She's okay before she cuts her hair, and then when she cuts her hair, it doesn't look so good. Because she basically shaved her head. But... She collected roadkill, like that was a hobby. Ew. And she would kind of like keep it outside and like put them in tarps. She kept tarps so that she could speed up the process of decomposition. Weirdo. She had, like I said, the collection of bones and wet specimens, like huge collections of bones. Like we're talking bones everywhere. Like all shapes and sizes. She had vials of people's blood. Now, she said they were, like, her friend's blood. And that they just said it was fine if she had it, but she would keep them. Like, that's when you said the vampire stuff. I'm like, well, I don't know if she was drinking it or not, but she definitely had vials of blood that she would keep. Weirdo. 
Even better, she had a used condom collection. Whether it was with guys she slept with or just random. Y'all y'all can see Clint's face right now. He's so horrified. Ew. Ew, 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 ew. Ew. I have no idea. I can get past the bones. I can get past the blood. I cannot get past a use. I do not understand what you're using a used condom collection for. Don't do I do not understand. I do not. I can't come up with a logical reason Where in my brain. Where the fuck's my bourbon? <laughs> Ew. Ew. Still think you want a treehouse dungeon? <laughs> Less dungeon more treehousey. <laughs> And I, it didn't say how many she had. I'm very, I have questions. As do I, but I don't want the answers to said questions either. I mean, I guess technically these could be from her customers, but why? Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. He's so grossed out right now. <laughs> Ew. Nobody wants a slimy sock, damn it. Apparently somebody does. One person does. I just, I, I can't. You've got vials of blood. I'm like, mm, that's eccentric. You're a phlebotomist. You're a little weird. I But... <laughs> If she had a vial of your blood and she had a used condom, she could frame you for some shit. Uh, uh, See, my brain went there. Like, no, no, no. Don't give out your blood <laughs> to stranger dangers. Obviously, do it for lab work. Oh. Yeah. How do we know she didn't steal the vials of blood from her work? We don't. We don't know that. So I feel like it'd be. Fairly easy It'd to do. It'd be extremely easy to do. Extremely. I only hope the used condom collections were ones that were actually used with her and not random ones that she found places. One can only hope. And that doesn't, st- that doesn't make it a lot better. Marginally, by like a hair. But... Like, did she have a picture of the person I, in I their know. name? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, with a tack below them or something? Like, Ooh. I have one more little tidbit, but I don't know if you can handle <laughs> She attempted to pay abortion clinics for fetuses. That's just fucked up. She even wrote about... That her- was easier to handle... Than the used condoms. I figured, but she atten- she mentioned in her journal about possibly getting pregnant and having an abortion so she could get... Yeah, like, they don't want you to keep that. Like, she was trying to bribe them. She was going to try and bribe them. But, like, purposely getting pregnant and purposely having an abortion just so she could get the bones of the fetus. <laughs> She's dark. She's very dark. <laughs> 
And we should all be happy that she is no longer walking around. I mean, she's I, an idiot, but she's dark. I will admit to having a fairly dark and twisted sense of humor. But I feel like a goddamn Care Bear over here compared to her. <laughs> I love the Care Bears. <laughs> Are your squirrels okay? <laughs> you have stunned the squirrels into silence. Good. Yay for condoms. Yay. <laughs> I... If anybody ever takes portions of our recordings, oh my God. <laughs> uh. I need some eye bleach now, thank you. I thought it was on Witchamadig. I still need my eye bleach. What? I, I, I don't understand it. I can't help you. Why not? I don't think like that. Thank God. <laughs> I wouldn't want to touch my own used condom, much less collect, like... Like, it's pulled off, tied up, in the bin. Or say Mary, so you just don't have to use them. But only if one of you is fixed. I fixed. Exactly. So anyway, that's Tima. But <laughs> anyhow. Set. She basically killed him just because she could manipulate him. That's basically why she picked him. So she basically killed somebody because she had a... She had a fantasy to kill somebody. Right. She was going to kill somebody eventually. Similar to our assholes in our previous episode. And he just happened to be the unlucky person. Pretty much. Because he was nice to her. And didn't have a mean bone in his body. Apparently that's all she had in hers. She definitely was not all there. I think she would have got along great with our uh, last two. Oh, they would have killed more people. Like, but at least they were on meth. She's not on meth. She's not on anything. Yeah, at least they do have that excuse, huh? It doesn't mean you get to kill people, but she just did this all willy-nilly. All willy-nilly? Mm-hmm. And also to kill him, but then to turn around and accuse him of sexual assault when he's dead and can't defend himself. That's a bitch move, too. Yeah. I just... No. No. Can we move on to something else at this point? (laughs) Yes. Thank y'all for listening. Poor little Clinton. His squirrels are stumped. They don't know what to do with their life now. Love it when I can fuck with them, (laughs) y'all. The squirrels do not like you. It happens. The squirrels are angry with you. They make me angry frequently, so it's okay. Like, subscribe, give us a comment, tell us what you think about this case. Look, every time you like and subscribe and rate us, it helps us grow. It helps the squirrels grow. Yes, it pleases the squirrels. We want to please the squirrels. And maybe Clint will quit hating things. He will like love things. We can hope. I, mean, I wouldn't hold your breath. I feel like though. you should name three things that you like so that nobody 
Everybody doesn't think you hate only other things. Like random things. Summer. No. <laughs> um, model cars. They know that. Um, video games. They probably know that too. <laughs> um, guns. Well, that sounds bad. It's not, but it sounds bad. He also likes cats and bunnies. And the bird that stays at the gas station by our house. Yeah, that bird's kind of a G. <laughs> and he will sit there and mean mug the hell out of you, too. <laughs> He's like, don't you be shocked up no, no, my store, bitch. <laughs> well, I, and he says, thank you. I guess I will say the little magic words that we end with. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye, everybody.